The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Earl? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, series, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. And Frank. Welcome to Pottercast 209. This is Melissa. I'm here with John and, and Frack. There's no Sue this week. She's got some personal junk and she'll be back pretty soon. Yeah. Pretty What you going to do with all that? Nah. Get it? Sue-na. Sue-na. But what else is going on in the show this week, John? Oh, well, um, we're going to get back to one of your favorite segments, uh, sorting the magical creatures Woo! in the Harry Potter books. We are? No, we're not doing that. No. Say, we, are gonna do, <laughs> we are going to do a little princely bit. Half-blood pieces? Drop by drop. Exactly. Excellent. And um, we're going to go ahead and the return of a fun little segment called the Leaky Roundup. Yes! I'm psyched about the Leaky Roundup. It's it's. What is the Leaky Roundup, guys? The Leaky Roundup... People don't understand. Leaky is this huge site, and um, sometimes it's hard to keep an, a track of everything that everybody's doing on the site. So we have got some news from all our different sections about things that you can do this week that may help you help you experience your hairiness to the fullest. Is it like and the Woody's Roundup? I don't know. Woody. No, there's no lassos involved. Oh. No, th- but there is there is a lasso. It's lassoing all our ridiculous huge amount of information. Nice. Alright. Okay. The news must go on. And now we turn to regular contributor for an update on how the new Wizarding Order is affecting the Muggle world. Our fifth most exciting news article this week is that there has been a featurette released from the Half-Blood Prince DVD. Hey. Did it leak? Was this leaked? No, I think it was given offic- to us? I believe it was officially. It's, it's quite good video, so it's not, Yeah, you know... It was released from um, from Warner Brothers. They obviously are doing a lot Ooh. of press building up to the release of the DVD, which is um, December 8th is when that Ooh. DVD is coming out. It's less than Con- a month. Conveniently in time for Christmas. Of course. That sounds about, about when Jingle Spells will be uh, delivered to people. Jingle hey. Spells, Jingle Spells. Yeah, but you're going to be able to get it digitally a lot faster than that, so keep an eye out. Anyway, back to Harry po- other Harry Potter news. You can watch the featurette on iTunes, but we also have it in our vi- in our video galleries. And the featurette is probably the one that we all kind of expected would come out of <laughs> the Half Blood Prince DVD. It's about all the love and you know Lavender and Ron Hermione starting to show their love for each other and Ooh, yeah, things like that. It's also all about teenage angst. Oh yeah. Isn't it? Am I wrong? Is it set? To, is it set to the Umbridge music? It's do, set do, to do, something do, do, do. that we use on Pottercast now. So I'm like, oh, I know this song. <laughs> it's uh, they use a song called "The Slug Party," which is on the newest uh, soundtrack. Okay. 
Well then. Um, well, it's a really song. cute clip. You can see Hermione and, and Lavender and Ron talking about all the cute little yeah. um, interactions. And Bonnie talks a bit about the interaction with, with Harry. <laughs> I knew, that, I knew uh, that would make John laugh. Lack, the, lack thereof. Shush. With her awkward hugs. Frankie doesn't like her hugs. We we just scrutinized her uh, her I bet hug. You did. And and tell me tell me what the problem with her hug is, Frankie. She does a scoop hug, and she puts scoop her robot hug. face forward. She doesn't nez- <laughs> she doesn't like nestle her head in his neck or like kind of. Yeah. She goes Harry scoop hug and looks straight forward, and then oh wait now be awkward. Like no wait you're already being awkward. Oh, you guys are so hard snap. on her. Oh snap! We're not hard on Bonnie. We're hard on on Ginny. See, yeah. this is okay. The Ginny character. Never heard of this. A scoop hug. A scoop hug is when you you know how like you're you go in for the hug and your palms are up and you reach around that person's arms and then you grab their shoulders from behind and like separately. Instead of, like, can you, can you grabbing this? around Instead- somebody and having your hands overlap, she yeah. goes, ver- she's, like, vertical. Her arms are parallel. And she like just grabs forklift. his, like, his shoulder blades. Like, like yeah, like a forklift. She goes, Imagine Harry, it's a forklift and, the, and it bends upwards and then the, it grabs but the person's shoulder. maybe that's just how she hugs. What's maybe wrong it's with just it? no. stupid. No one likes to be hugged like a, like, scoop, like a forklift. I don't understand. You go around that around. If you're a girl, you go around the neck. Yes, if but you're this a boy, is not somebody that she's that she's like so very comfortable hugging. This is Harry. <laughs> so but, she's like, okay, I forgot it. how to hug. I'm no, go but my argument would be the whole point oh, is she hugs Harry, and then she realizes, oh wait, too like because it's supposed to be awkward. So like she's supposed to like yeah. give it her all and then like pull back, like oh. And that's the awkwardness. <laughs> Not like, oh, I gotta give this person a hug I don't like, like my random aunt. I'm I'm declaring that we have spent far too much time talking about the manner in which Jenny hugs I Harry. I just want and people to give friends. us feedback. I'm on sure what kind we're gonna of hugs get. They I, think are good. Now, thanks to you, I am sure we're gonna get it. So let's move on, shall oh, okay. we? Okay. Okay. There were there were a bunch of rumors uh, this week on a site, uh, uh, BrianOrndorf.com about the release of the date at which the Wizarding World is opening. As you know, we all went down for this uh, junket at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and it was very exciting. We were all going to find out when it was opening, and all they said was spring 2010, which is what was in our <laughs> news articles for the past, you know, the six months previous. And there was an article article that says that um, Virgin is the, the UK travel guys, you know, uh, Richard Branson, that Virgin, mm-hmm. that they were going to reveal the day that the Wizarding World uh, Park was opening because they're making some brochure. But Wizarding World quickly came back with a statement that said, no, 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 we're not. It's still under wraps, et cetera, et cetera. Which, hmm. you know, they got, they got to tell people pretty know. soon. They have to, by, by, by early 2010, people make their summer, va- their, their summer plans. So uh, we, we need to find out pretty soon. My money's yeah. on May. Just, if you're not sure, just give yourself you know, an extra month. And if you have to sit there with the park already ready to go for a month, it's better than, like, telling us a date and then having it not be ready for an extra month. My money's on May. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't plan a trip before June, but my money's on May. Anyway, our third most article is also... Third biggest article this week is also about the park, which I just did a little switchy up from our notes because I'd like to keep us on topic. Um, A bunch of photos have been coming Ah. out. There's so many new photos about about the construction. You can see... There are links on Leaky where you can see right in up to the glass. You can see whole shots of Hogwarts 
Hogwarts, which had to be taken from inside the fence because I've been there and unless you're inside the construction fence, you cannot get a good look at this. Oh, yeah. Except for the peaks, you know? Or if you're in a helicopter. I think they used, like, a bird and and strapped a camera to a bird who was very (laughs) well-trained. There's really no other way unless... Because, like... Like, it makes ridiculous sense to think that, like, a, a construction worker took these, because certainly, you know, this person is, A, of reasonable intelligence, and B, wants to keep his job. Yeah. Well, there, uh, the other big part of this news article is that the, the Hogwarts Express has finally pulled in. Uh, yeah. When you walk through the arch, the Hogwarts Express will be right there. And some of these pictures are clearly taken from the view of the opening arch, which is free to walk by by anyone there's that's just there you know right um so right as you look through the arch of the entrance to that portion of the park will be the hogwarts express i'm worried about the people who show up in costume (laughs) black robe they're gonna die they're gonna fall on the floor (laughs) like they need a lightweight hogwarts costume i've been saying that for like how long we've been saying like the, the genius will be the one who designs a lightweight robe looking like long t-shirt material kind of thing mm-hmm. that's what they should sell that in the in the the shop like a, a t-shirt that looks like a hogwarts sweater they should yeah. t-shirts with the ties you can buy a house t- house shirt yeah mm-hmm. you know the ties all awesome. different <clears throat> i just can't wait to walk in and see all the snitches flying above everybody's heads that's just awesome I heard some some of them are going to be like surveillance snitches so they actually have microphones inside of them and they can listen in on the guests uh-huh. Okay. Second biggest article this week in Harry Potter news. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers is releasing an iPhone spells application. Um, it's probably going to be... actually like a really big learning curve because then there are pe- people that are actually really good at it. So you could duel each other and it's not just arbitrary, like, you know, who's yeah. going to win the battle. I, I, I imagine it's going to be kind of like there's going to be a, a, um, like a swirl you do with your finger on the screen and then it'll cast a spell so it's not hand movement it's going to be kind of like you doing the right movement kind of like when we you did the dueling online for the, the with the mouse you remember you had to move the mouse up and down and around yeah. i imagine yeah. so it could be like both that. how can you like you have to do the the finger movement and then you have to shake it a certain way to actually send the spell off true that'd be like two hand spelling it's it's weird mm. i don't know no, it's like your thumb. You don't need to use both hands. You just use your thumb. I no. just, I mean, if it is a really good application and we really do have to learn, I can see it's having tournaments at uh, conferences. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Be very funny. I'd like, I'd like it if you can do it kind of sneakily. Like, I can be behind somebody who I know has an iPhone and do it, and it makes my iPhone buzz. Whoa. Like just what if been... it, like, would you come up from, like, behind somebody and do a spell, and it, like, d- deletes their contacts or something? Ah, uh, that's terrible. That'd be Open awesome. contacts. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> that would be cool. Awful. <laughs> no. Go. You can Imperio their phone and make phone calls from their phone. <laughs> yes. Call clears it. Yeah, I can turn it off Avadakadabra, or you can um, crucio oh, it so yeah. when someone's on the phone, it'll just start going beep really loud be, in their ear. Honestly, that would be so much fun. Brick people's iPhones. Well, not that you, not that the, that the, that the you know, turning them off is harmless. Deleting their contacts is not. Flash their SIM cards so they can't access the network. It's terrible. Silencio, you turn it on by, you know, you turn off the ringer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Crucio can just happen. make a really high pitched beep in their ear to make their ear hurt. Oh, it's terrible. Well, it's Crucio, <laughs> it's unforgivable. 
No, it's going to be awesome. Gonna, uh, it's going to do real magic. Uh, yes, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Mine comes with a hippogriff. Oh. Oh, yes. The, our top news article of this week is that the first deleted scene from Half-Blood Prince has made its way onto the web, and it is a must-see. It's cool, I'm confused but I don't get as it. to when it happens. It happens right before when we what we see in the movie when Draco comes out of his bed and and yeah. you know that's where this would have gone. They just cut it down. Oh, it's so, wait, so why dramatic. is the castle it getting so like... dark? It's I think they probably cut it for pacing. It's a very like you see Flitwick doing conducting the chorus and it's very musical. I really, and... I really want to go and like make like a spoof of this deleted scene or like go go into all the other movies and find moments where characters are just looking up at nothing and then darken the shot dramatically. That's probably like, why they cut it, John, because it's so it's so I was waiting to see like Professor Sprout like looking out the window and like seeing clouds come in and then you know turning and there's, you know, Madame Hooch like in the Quidditch shed, like seeing the clouds come in and then there's Madame Pomfrey giving someone Skelligo and then the clouds come in. Well, what are you there's looking a dark at? mark. But it's a big deal for... Dark mark. The... That wasn't for the dark mark. Oh, you're right. I thought it was like a like a sign that they were coming, but no, it was just kind of a mood thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's like we it's have a this feeling. has more well, power than we imagined. <laughs> it I, do it like, I do like that it shows that Ron and Hermione were sitting up waiting for Harry to come back. Yeah, that's right. cool. Um... And there's this beautiful shot of Snape right, doing yeah. what Snape does, Snape's which is tormented. just Like, what am I going to do? I have to kill him. Is it I'm going to so be tonight? N- I'm so nervous about this big battle that's going to happen when I let all these Death Eaters in to help, you know, <laughs> defeat. <laughs> it's, uh, I know what? I wonder why all these Death they... Eaters are coming. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you what? I wonder what all these Death Eaters are coming. What are they? What are they going to do here? They're going to be here just to witness all of this, apparently. and then they're going to march out. <laughs> I, I anticipate Hogwarts putting up zero defense whatsoever. The only thing I can anticipate, actually, I've been thinking about this. The only reason I can see them coming is that this is the night that that Draco has decided to kill Dumbledore, and they have to get him out. There's no other way to get him out of the building. Hmm. But no, because he's been trying to kill him all year. It's so stupid. No, forget it. Right. I'm glad they cut out the battle because then it focuses, movies focus on Dumbledore's death, and then the next movie has a battle. So, I don't know. Yeah, but the, the next movie's battle is like is like a waterfall but, compared to like a blender of believe me, moving no water way, around. No way, let's be clear. The next movie does not have a battle. It has fight scenes. The, the next, next movie story, is Half-Blood Prince Part 1. But that's what I'm saying. They had a movie between oh, that's movies. that's true. Yeah, that is true. They didn't have to really worry about it. There was going to be a movie break where it's a much more intimate movie but, before 7. But a big battle would have taken away from Dumbledore's death. But it's not a big battle. It wasn't. There was like six kids fighting battle. like six Death Eaters. Yeah. <sighs> it was cool. It was cool. It was also uh, storytelling messy, I guess. We saw Bill get, you know, attacked by Greyback. And we now he's just going to have some random scar on his well, face Bill's from a not battle gonna, that never Bill's happened. not going to have a scar. They're not going to put the scar yeah, on his face. No, he's going to have a scar. There Bill's going to have an arbitrary random, oh, I just got burned in an accident. A scar on his face. <laughs> They'll have exposition for it. It's like, no, oh, I got attacked at that battle problem. at Hogwarts they have last to have, year. Right, that's the problem. They have to have exposition for it. They have to explain this thing <laughs> that is a natural visual. <laughs> but now they gotta explain it. <laughs> it's so what, stupid. What if they're like, oh, I got hurt by Greyback at the battle when Snap Dumbledore died last year, and they all just look at each other like, I don't remember that. You know what? They're <laughs> not gonna explain it. 
They're I was not so gonna gone explain. that it's night. It's just going to be like, oh, that guy has a scar on his head. That's that's all. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Look at Zuko. Zuko, <laughs> Zuko. I love Zuko. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm excited. I defend my honor. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> John, you're watching it now. He, I've watched finished. the whole season. It's uh, the whole series. It's amazing. You watched the whole series of Airbender already? Yes, yeah. it's amazing. That's I love faster it. Faster than I did. <laughs> it's awesome. We discussed <sighs> it the other day. I know this is totally off topic. <sighs> yes. I want to do an Avatar segment next Me week where too. we can s- talk about sorting. But uh, it's a very the... Harry Pottery show. Yes, it, it is. is very Harry Pottery. Is that was that the last news article? There was, uh, this, there was this hilarious clip of, of uh, I've, that they also released that I saw on... I, I don't remember where I saw it. Probably on YouTube. Um, it was Ron explaining Ron's character throughout all the movies. And he starts at you know the beginning, like, oh, you know, Harry meets Ron on the train and all that. And, you know, he has a little bit of a scuffle with Hermione. And then, there's, and then he just he goes through the whole thing. It is so funny. If you if you've ever laughed at a Rupert Grint interview, just you know at at you know the funny way he has of, of saying things and re- repeating himself, you you haven't seen anything until you've <laughs> seen to, him recap need, all to six movies to this point. So we can put it in the show notes. Hey Henry, what's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Lee, get around it. Well, it's about time. All right, this week in Leaky Guys, we have a bookmark contest going on. It ends on November 30th. You can submit original art, whether you drew it or it's on the computer, and or original photos. It has to be original. We're not going to do any of this copyright stuff with this. Um, It has to be owned by the entrant and given permission to be used by the original owner. But just make a bookmark. Go to uh, send your entry to contests at theleakycauldron.org, the-leaky-cauldron.org, or just contests at leakynews.com. Um, it's a little tip for you. Any any email address ending in the-leaky-cauldron.org, you can just replace it with leakynews.com and it still works. Uh, nominations. We have a, a lot of stuff from our crafts. Nominations for December's featured crafter of the month are being accepted at crafts at leakynews.com up until November 15th at 11.59. Th- this month's featured crafter is Jen. Voting for our October Halloween Death Day contest is still open until November 14th. That ends November 14th at midnight Eastern time in the Crafts Forum on the Leaky Lounge. Other news from the forum, we have a current Joe's Book Nook discussion on The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. That's going on up until December. And the Lily and Stag reading groups will begin reading Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince this Saturday, November 14th. So get on in there. That's leakylounge.com. That's what's happening this week, fellas. All right, well, let's do a little princely bits here, guys. That sound fun? Half a piece is awesome. Oh, Woo! Yeah. Let's do it. Who's the Half Blood Prince? Who? That's what it says right here. This book is property of the Half Blood Prince. And we're here with Half Blood Bits. Princely pieces. Drop by drop. Yes. Good segment. What are we talking segment. about this week? Oh. Snakes. Only snakes? I'm not going to talk about snakes unless I hear what they say. Oh, 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 I'm a snake. That's not what you. That's not it. You think that's how snakes walk into a room at a party or whatever? Just like. Can you imagine like a a room of multiple snakes where they all have to like repeat that as like the greeting? Like, oh, 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 I'm also a snake. 
Something like that. <laughs> I can imagine all like the mongooses and the rats John. and the mice are kind of like roll their eyes like, oh crap. It's like they're at it weird. again. It's like the obnoxious guy at the party. Eats all the dip uh, and never leaves. Snakes. All right. I don't even know. So this is the part of Half-Blood Prince immediately following the scene with the Unbreakable Vow with those uh, three stellar actors. And uh, we are, find ourselves in Diagon Alley at the Twins' new Wizard Wizard Weasley Wizard Weezes. Weezy Wiener Weezy guys. Weezes. Get it? Like wheeze. Like you're laughing so hard, you wheeze. Oh, that's what it is. Oh. So they're up to their usual hijinks, but uh, they have an awesome shop. And it's, it's, let's describe it as best we can because it's lots of fun details in there. That must have been so much fun to work on that that, that set, ah. just to like just the drawings you got to do and just conceptualize everything. For the first time, I noticed like there's a little like stand or whatever, like a kiosk or whatever you want to call it, with like this like mum, uh, dummy vomiting. So like I get, I'm assuming it's for the puking pastels. Ooh, yeah. It's like this cool little setup. Like this is like a little cartoon face going ah, and like this green stuff in a circle just coming out. So I much love, puke I, is always funny. I love the spot the umbrage game in this scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What what did she say? You think I you can buy order. her. I will have. Order. I think you could. I mean, there. You know, you think that's part of the, the the facade of the store, though, or do you think that she's for sale? Like, who would want that? Oh, like in their living room. Like a little. Oh, it's for sale. They, they did it to spider. They did that yeah. just to spider. I mean, it probably costs them more than they make. You know. Sure. Hilarious. The, I, I can just imagine somebody wanting that for like their house or whatever, and like it's perfectly quiet, and she's just sitting there, like, "What am I supposed to yell at now?" But Wait, the, was it book six with the you know poo or that book, book seven? Six. Was it on there? Uh, I th- I could swear that I saw it someplace. Didn't they give it to Snape? No. I thought I remember them giving it to Snape. Uh, giving what to the Snape? You know poo, the, no. the you know poo. You know poo is just a poster. I thought it was an actual product. No, it is a product, but... No, it's a poster. Yeah. No, it's not. It's a poster. It's You Know Poo, the constipation sensation that's sweeping the nation. I forgot about the constipation sensation. That probably is a product if they had a little slang with it. <clears throat> they probably would. I mean, come on. It's Fred and George. I guess. Yeah. That's that's unpleasant. That's wrong. Well, like a puking pastel's fun? Well, fair, I guess fair, not. Fair comment. Nosebleed nougat? Yeah. Yeah, but those so are meant to get out of class. Stuff. Yeah, I know. But. Teacher, I have to go. I'm constipated. Prove it. Uh, but they used it to get away from uh, can't. the Umbridge's little squadron in the fifth one. They used constipation? No, puking pastels. Right. Well, that's obvious. When you're puking, you have to leave right. the class. But how do you say, I'm constipated. Let me out of the class. No, it's not for class. I'm saying it can be offensive as well. I know it's offensive, but I'm saying how is it useful in their product line of skeeving out of class? No, I'm saying... It's not what he's saying, John. I'm saying that the buking pastels can be used for good, getting out of class, sure. and bad, affecting somebody. Right. I would imagine that the, the constipation one would just be for bad, because they're not going to be like, I gotta, I can't poo, and they're like, well, then sit down. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, like, I need to leave. I like the little so, dragon they have heating the chestnuts. I think that's how... That's, I don't like that dragon! Chestnuts, like it. that's what it was. <laughs> it bugs me! I'm like... What the? Where did this little baby dragon come from? <laughs> the best part they is, how do they keep him it. in there? He's going to grow and Yeah, bust and out. isn't it like not a legal uh, magical it's creature? It's a full-grown dragon. Dude, that is not a baby fake. dragon. Like, that is a full-grown miniature dragon. Full, how do you know this? How, 
No. Because the proportions. It was the baby. Its head would be bigger. Its eyes would be do bigger. Do you breed dragons and, and we don't know about it? A, I, I do. I thought so. And I know anatomy of creatures. Right. And if the magical world is in any well parallel to our world, kittens aren't miniature baby cats. Kittens look different than cats. That's They're very cuter. true. They're cuter because their heads so are bigger? So imagine a baby dragon would have big okay. eyes. Here's my thing. Mouth. I have a feeling it's a toy. Norbert, I have ha! a feeling it's a toy. Because, right, obviously they'd get shut down if they had a dragon. Yeah, how many X's does a dragon have? Well, that's not even in the have? store. That's on the street of Diagon Alley. That's just, I want chestnuts. So there's a dragon well, alone in a glass oh, cage it's by the, breathing fire. It's on fire. their store. It's... Oh, I thought, I thought it was, it was on the attached to their store, but I could be wrong. It's like a vending machine, like a Coke machine. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was down the street. It's nearby because that's that's like the little clip we have leading into when they see Draco and Narcissa walking around, which is next week's bit, uh, princely bits or whatever. That's just a side I, note. I Sorry, also like the little lavender. For you yeah, know. we have we have new character interactions here. We have lavender and Ron, and we have Cormac. You know, eyeing <laughs> up Hermione. Abercrombie and Fitch creep style. Yeah, yeah. And Hermione's like uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch. That's he funny. is. He's very. He's very. <laughs> he would be. He'd be one of those employees that stand outside with his shirt off and be like, "Hey, <laughs> I forgot about that. They did that." What would be a wizarding Abercrombie and Fitch? Madam, mm. uh, not Malkins. What's the designer one? Uh, Twiddly something. Um, <laughs> Twiddly. There is this, Twiddly. Uh, Twiddle. Oh God. There's... Twiddly Crumpy and Snitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a. There's a. There's a. There's a a wizarding shop with it starts with a T that's design more designer. It's, tw- it's Twill Fit and Tattings. Sounds Twill Fit and Twill Snitch. Twill Fit and Tattings is a wizarding clothing shop in Diagon Alley mentioned in Half Blood Prince by Narcissa Malfoy, who claims she would shop there rather than shopping in Madame Malkin's due to the presence of Ron, Harry, and Hermione. I'd like to meet Narcissa one day. I wonder if I'd get along with her. I would smack her. I would as well. I'd be like, Lady, you'd not oh, smack Oh, and there's also Glad Rags. Glad Rags is the other one that's a little bit more. Hmm. It's a cleaning rags. product. Huh? It's like a cleaning product that for your like kitchen. something that Billy Mays would have sold yeah, before he died. Yeah, actually, it's not designer. <laughs> it's quirky, they said. Billy Mays here for Glad Rags. <laughs> Billy Mays! <laughs> Scorchify not working? I'm a Glad Rag! <laughs> okay there, shammy people. <laughs> now he's dead. I think we've we've drained the blood out of this clip. What do you guys think? Uh, that's all I can remember, man. That's... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a really just, cool clip, though. And we saw the Peruvian it's darkness one of those powder. Things, it's like we saw. Yeah, how. it's like two minutes long, but it has so much in it. Like the, just the. Like, it's one of those things that being like having worked on the show, being like a production designer or something, it'd be awesome to see. But at the same time, like there's so much work that went into that scene that we're never gonna see. Oh yeah, all like the. Like, all the graphic design stuff of being able to design all that packaging and oh, sure. just all the bright colors and just the floor plan. Like, I, in my head, I never imagined it being more than one story. And it's like, ah, that's why sometimes I love seeing these movies because it just really helped expand my, like, concept of it. I just imagined, oh, it's a story, you know, whatever. But this is, like, this really complex, like, mm. three-story shells and all this nonsense. It was just like, bleh, Do you ever so think fun. that there's going to be a day in entertainment where it'll be, like, completely immersive watching a movie and they'll come up with a way to shoot a movie where they're not just filming one angle of a shot but they're filming every angle you could look at somehow like 360 and you wear these glasses like virtual reality and you can put yourself in these scenes and look at whatever you want whether you want to look at the main action or 
the side no, that, action. That'll be more video game than than, sto- than movie, because that's storytelling. That'd be like having a book that you can walk away from the main characters. What's the point of watching it or reading it? Well, because you have to pay attention them. to know who to pay, to pay attention to. That'd be more of a video game thing. I can see what you mean. It'd be cool, be but really cool. it's horrible storytelling. Because, like, you can just walk away from it. What's the I'm point? not saying every movie should be like that, but just the ability to do it that way would be amazing. That's why I said video games. Uh, okay? Uh, uh, gosh, uh, Frankie. Gosh. Take all the air out of my saddle. Oh. I did. I did. Kind of I put it outside. Air, Go though. get it. Jingle Spells is coming, guys. Hey, it's coming. Actually, probably by the time that this podcast is out, you will be able to pre-order it. And actually, not even pre-order. We're now using a system where you can get the files directly mailed to you. So the reason it takes so long to go on iTunes is that iTunes just takes a long time to accept. It will eventually be on iTunes, but you can get the MP3s right away if you want by going to leakynews.com. And we'll have a link in the sidebar so that you can um, always get to the Jingle Spells. That's awesome! It's exciting, man. Well, one of our How one of our downloads. Oh, they're free. They're really awesome. cool. There's one that's free because it's got some copyrighted stuff in it, and we don't want to make a fuss. So there's one that's going to be a free download. Um, Which one? The cr- creature. The Harry and the Potter's. No, MC Creature. Oh, that's right. He samples uh, peanuts stuff, and so since the peanuts people have never been shy about suing we're gonna maybe make yeah. a, a free download so <laughs> you can you can just get that but it'll be a nice little preview before you sure. do, before you buy the whole album you That's know awesome yeah it's cool so so check that out i mean it's really something else in frex artwork as always a highlight <laughs> my, my favorite is hey dobby hey dobby I have a hard time with picking a favorite on this year's. I love uh, the MC Creature one. I love um, um, the Remus Lupin's ones is, is is really weird. It's about Hagrid being Jewish. Do you guys think that Hagrid is Jewish? <laughs> Hagrid could be Jewish. I don't think he is, but I okay. don't know much about uh, Hagrid. The meaning? Do you guys do you guys watch Castle at all? No, <clears throat> Eureka's Castle. No, that there's Eureka's a, there's Castle. A, a, yes. <laughs> no, Eureka's no. There's a there's a show called Castle. My family loves it, and I and I I watch it like one now and then when I when I get a chance. Oh. And the guy Nathan Fillion, who was in Serenity and Firefly hey, and Buffy. Um, Buffy, and he's just a really good actor. And he's Horrible. he plays the lead. And um, on one of these, what were we talking about that got me on this subject? Hold on a second. I totally Something lost. About- a Jewish Hagrid? No, I said ironic. He's a writer. Oh, right. Oh, the he's the guy's a writer. He's a writer, and he gets hooked up with a, a New York police detective so that he can write a character kind of based on her. So he goes around, and they, it's sort of like a moonlighting thing. It's really funny. And every time somebody misuses irony, the word irony, because ever since the Alanis Morissette song, everybody sort of says irony oh, like, when, uh, they mean, when they mean coincidence or when they mean sucks, you know? And every time somebody does it, he has like a little geek attack and he like freaks out in joy when somebody uses irony correctly and it just it always makes me chuckle but he no. also um they had their halloween episode and he showed up in his friend in his firefly outfit. really it was hilarious That's awesome. it was so funny he shows up with the, and he's in his mouth and i'm sitting there with my mouth open going oh my god it's serenity and her, his daughter looks at him and says what are you and he says duh space cowboy <laughs> <laughs> That's, nice. amazing. That's amazing. So. 
yeah, a lot of fun. A lot a great fun uh, moment that they had there. Oh, I wish I'd seen any of those shows. I probably would be laughing. <sighs> you're you a need loser. to, but I'm glad that we at least got you to watch... Avatar. Uh, Avatar. Avatar, holy oh, cow. Avatar. I love that show. <laughs> nice. Not the weird James Cameron Avatar, which I just no. had no interest in. You know, it's I watched a whole three-minute preview of that recently because they put it in front of Glee, and yep. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. Ah, it looks I'm so bored. weird. I'm just bored. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Awesome show. Uh, Highly Pottercast recommended. It's very, it's a very Harry Potter kind of show. Sure. Well, before we talk about this, what's the, Frack, do the, what's the basis of this show? The basis of the show is that there is this reality or this planet, this world, where there are four nations. There's the Fire Nation, the Earth Kingdom, the Air Nomads, and the Water Tribes. And within those nations, some people are born with the ability to bend elements. It's a form of, like, martial arts and meditation and kind of magic-ish. And they can bend the elements um, in that nation. There, in every generation, there is born an avatar who can master all four elements, and they they are charged oh. to keep balance within the world. And so, but the avatar moves like it'll like it goes air. No, uh, I forget the order. It goes fire, air, water, earth, or fire, air, um, because the fire nation tries to wipe out the air nomads to break the line of the avatar so they can rule the world. And but Aang, mm. he he ran away and he hid, and so he was gone for a hundred years, and so that the whole ba- the world is sent off balance, and the Fire Nation is conquering each area slowly but surely, and the Avatar comes back and has to defeat the Fire Lord. And it's awesome. And it's awesome. It's so cool. And it's about a bunch of f- little kid friends who have no idea how to save the world, and they have to go off and do it. it yeah. Sound familiar? It sounds it's totally just like you know Ron, Harry, and Hermione riding around on on the dragon, except it's. You know, uh, Aang and, and Katara and, uh, and Sokka riding around on Appa. Um, Sh- shall we leave them with uh, this amazing uh, clip from Rupert? Sure. Rupert, uh, this is courtesy of Rupert who wanted to describe all of the Harry Potter movies to you. <laughs> and it is a bonus on the DVD and uh, it's amazing. <laughs> On the train, on the way to Hogwarts, he meets Harry. I'm Ron, by the way. Ron Weasley. I'm Harry, Harry Potter. It's where their sort of friendship sort of starts, and then he has a little bit of a clash with Hermione in the first one. Second film, he rescues Harry from his house at Dursley's in the flying car. That film, they become closer friends. It's not much. I think it's brilliant. It has Basilisk at the end. Um, and then the third film, Scabbers find out that he is a bad person. The fourth one, Ron, he's a little bit confused with sort of the way he feels about Hermione. It's one thing for a bloke to show me, for a girl it's just sad. I won't be going alone because believe it or not, someone's asked me. And he goes to the Yule Ball with Padma. <laughs> fifth one, it's sort of all about Dumbledore's army and they all sort of, uh, this big battle at the end. And this one, Ron's sort of a bit cocky, so he's got girlfriends on the Quidditch team. And yeah, that's, that's it. Don't it? Yeah. I know. But the very last <laughs> the <basil>. soundbite <laughs> is the best. Yeah. It's like, did I do it? It's like, I feel like like some guy with the camera cornered him. He'd be like, hey, tell us what you did in all the movies so far. He's like, oh, gosh. All right. Well, let me think what I can remember. It's so funny. Look, look it up on YouTube. If you search R- Rupert talks about his character, uh, you'll find it. 
must have been fun for that editor to find all those clips to go with what he was saying. Oh, yeah. And then there was this basilisk. Well, I guess, you know, until next that, time, guys. It's that time. Keep twiddling those dials. The next password will be airbender. Ooh. <laughs> oh, keep each other safe and keep faith. Good night! night. We've missed it. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. People are like, what show am I listening to right now? <laughs> I know. <So> Aircast. <laughs> <gasps> we should make no, a podcast. Don't you dare say it. Just stop. We're not starting with an airbender podcast. Oh, just for one week. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to Avatar Podcast Show. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John, and Frank. Avatar. Uh, Avatar. Avatar. Holy oh, cow. Avatar. I love that show. Nice. Not the weird James Cameron Avatar, which I just no. have no interest in. You know, it's I watched a whole three minute preview of that recently because they put it in front of Glee and yep. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. Ah, it looks I'm so bored. weird. I'm just bored. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Awesome show. Uh, Highly Pottercast recommended. It's very, it's a very Harry Potter kind of show. Sure. Well, before we talk about this, what's the frack? Do the what's the okay. basis of this show? The basis of the show is that there is this reality or this planet, this world, where there are four nations. There's the Fire Nation, right. the Earth Kingdom, oh. the Air Nomads, and the Water Tribes. And within those nations, some people are born with the ability <clears throat> to bend elements. It's a form of like martial arts and meditation and kind of magic ish, and they can bend the elements um, in that nation. There, in every generation, there is born an avatar who can master all four elements, and they they are charged oh. to keep balance within the world. And so, but the avatar moves like it'll like it goes air. No, uh, I forget the order. It goes fire, air, water, earth, or fire, air, um, because the fire nation tries to wipe out the air nomads to break the line of the avatar, so they can rule the world. And but Aang, mm. he he ran away and he hid, and so he was gone for a hundred years, and so that the whole battle world is sent off balance, and the Fire Nation is conquering each area slowly but surely, and the Avatar comes back and has to defeat the Fire Lord. Water, Earth, Fire, Air. My grandmother used to tell me stories about the old days, a time of peace. When the Avatar kept balance between the Water Tribes, Earth Kingdom, Fire Nation, and Air Nomads. But that all changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar mastered all four elements. Only he could stop the ruthless firebenders. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. Hundred years have passed, and the Fire Nation is nearing victory in the war. 
Two years ago, my father and the men of my tribe journeyed to the Earth Kingdom to help fight against the Fire Nation, leaving me and my brother to look after our tribe. Some people believe that the Avatar was never reborn into the Air Nomads and that the cycle is broken. But I haven't lost hope. I still believe that somehow, the Avatar will return to save the world. And it's awesome. And it's awesome. That's so cool. And it's about a bunch of little kid friends who have no idea how to save the world and they have to go off and do it. It yeah. sounds familiar. It's sounds totally familiar. just like, you know, Ron, Harry, and Hermione riding around on, on the dragon, except it's, you know, uh, Aang and, and Katara and, uh, <laughs> and Sokka riding around on Appa, the, the air bison. And then there's this whole story where Prince Zuko got ousted by his father for questioning oh, his so authority cool. and his father scarred him and his father said he had to go and capture the Avatar because the Fire Lord wants to kill the Avatar. So that but it was just a fool's errand, too. Like, he just wanted... But it's a fool's errand, yeah. yeah. He just basically exiled him so he said you can't come back with your honor unless you capture the avatar which has been missing for a hundred years so like he just figured yeah. the fire nation the fire nation are evil gryffindors they're is my jerks no mm-mm. evil gryffindors interesting wow they're everybody thinks gryffindors can only be good but i think this is an instance in which gryffindors are bad am I, okay, this is what i want to do it i would put it the fire nation slytherin the no. earth nation gryffindor the air um, nomads would be Hufflepuff and Water Tribe would be Ravenclaw. No, God, no, because the, the, uh, the Joe has said that she made the houses to go sort sort of according elemental as well. I know. Gryffindor is fire. I know, but just the 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 ambition of the Fire well, Nation. They're just very aggressive people. Or you're talking I, about the Fire Lord, though. At the end the of the Lord, se- yeah. at the end of the series, they tried to bring you know think of Uncle, you know, think of those Fire Nation people that. Don't want to be any more ambitious than anybody else. I know, but Uncle, you talking to me or Melissa? You just you know, I calling the Fire Nation Slytherins based on the Fire Lord's actions, based on most not, of the, not... their actions. There's like we meet three good Firebenders. Yeah, but you're you're talking about certain people's just because they're bringing, you, you, you... No, no, no. Listen, you're talking about certain people's bringing their 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 worst traits, you know, to light. But I'm talking about like the trait of Slytherin house is it's crafty it's um look at the fire nation but not always in a in a bad way no that's the that's the water nation they're they're most creative with their with their and that's why i give them bending is what you said ravenclaw ravenclaws are described with creativity but ravenclaw is air no it's flight it's it's height it's and now that john can chime in because he's watched frack is air um, <laughs> That's his least favorite Fra- one. I know, Frack wants to be water. I just think you're air. I don't know why. Um, We've only seen one airbender. I don't know why. I, I mean, it's the least attractive one because they spend the least time um, in the in the series with it. John is not fire. No way. Is, mm. is water. You're water, for sure. You think I'm water? Yeah. Interesting. You're not earth. Bree thinks I would be earth. I think John is earth or water, but I'm leaning more towards water. I don't know. I think I think they think I'm dirty. Earth would would imply a very solid, grounded, um, um, right? And I'm always on the move. rational. I I just I just don't think that's you. I am I am I I, I am rational. <laughs> yeah, John. Okay. What? 
I'm very rational. Yes, you're. You're. You are the mm. model upon which we all. I want to be an airbender because I like the ability to fly and go really fast. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, you're water. I think you're water. I think you're. You find ways. You find whatever way you want to get the thing that you need, and the water people have the most ability to change. Uh, to change their their substance. Yeah, well, fire can sort of do that too, but it no, can be you have to be dangerous. a super super firebender to be able to do the lightning right. thing. I, I wouldn't be a super super good any bender. I'd be, I'd be clever with it though. I try. I think air Sue? is beca- I think frack. I think for you, air is oh, Sue's Earth. Frack. I think air um, for you because it's very. Um, it's dreamy and you're in the clouds and you can you can th- think up there and deal in in abstracts a lot more definitively than most of us if that makes any sense yeah but how does that apply to bending it's going to be in a bad mood all day I'm giving you a nation Melissa. no, no. <laughs> you have totally ruined <laughs> his day give me a bad mood i just <laughs> I, I get it. It's just you just I want the water just, nation. You just want it. I just love. But this water is not the sorting where the, you can pick. Healing. This is where you're born. I know it's not. That's why I'm asking. And that's why. I'm, uh, but what I just, am I? I just, it's, I'm it's, a, I mean, fire. I'm not evil. I didn't we say, didn't say fire. Evil. Fire. Nation fire. Evil. I think breeze fire too. Yeah, I buy that. I See, buy I think, that. I think breeze air. No, I think breeze fire. But See, I think Katara is very Hermione. Yeah, she's for for sure. And Hermione was almost Ravenclaw. Yeah, but they're they're not carbon copies of each other, you know. I know, I know. Just the philo- I, I just your mm. guitar is totally Hermione. Okay, Frankie has a little crush on Katara, I think. I do. <laughs> I like her little hair. Too bad she's not real. Yeah, Frank, we got to talk about these unrealistic expectations. You're setting. Shut up. <laughs> uh, if Frank could draw somebody who would come up with a sketchbook and be in real life, it would be I totally, I can totally visualize this moment in Frankie's life where he's like on a blind date or something with this girl, and she sits down, and Frankie's like, "Oh, so what's your superpower?" She's like, um... <laughs> or the next time I know somebody who really likes Frankie and really wants to know how to get in, I'm going to say, just, you know, make two braids, hang them down next to your face, tie your hair back right. a little bit, you know? <laughs> talk a lot about water. That you have an ability of some sort that he has to figure out. Swap your glass from water to a glass of ice and see what he says. <laughs> <laughs> you might notice. Oh my gosh, she must have bended her oh, ice Oh, did you drop colder. your fork? Oh, how did your eyes? Oh. Well, Frankie has to find is a girl that can water bend his Pellegrino a little bit colder, <laughs> and she is in. So. <gasps> See, you could water bend Pellegrino. It's set. I'm. <laughs> you can't water bend Pellegrino. Frankie'd be like the one Pellegrino. Yes, you can. Bender. It's water. Yeah, but you would need a Pellegrino's refrigerator. Pellegrino is water. because <laughs> like, you yeah. love Pellegrino. I have a feeling that people in yeah, all it's, it's, of the nations the like oh. water to drink. Well. It's in the stars. <laughs> you know, Katara carries around a little water pouch, so Frankie would be carrying around a bottle of Pellegrino that he could just bend in and out of the bottle when uh, he needs it. That's what I'm, I'm drawing myself with a bottle of Do you know why Pellegrino, Pellegrino is Pellegrino <laughs> and not water, Frack? It's minerals. It's from air. Oh, she got him. Air bubbles. <laughs> she totally got him. <laughs> so could, oh, airbender could bend Pellegrino, too. I could bend air. I could bend any water into Pellegrino by bending air into it. If you were an airbender, you could put air, air into, into water 
and you could make Pellegrino it, wherever you wanted. But it's not the bubbles, it's the minerals. That'd be an earth bending. Oh. It's probably a combination of many things. Pellegrino is <laughs> like so we just the get three benders of- together and we can make Pellegrino. Yeah, but without air bubbles, it's just some rocks sitting in your water. I know, mm-hmm. I know. I just wish we learned about more airbenders because, like, right. we only know really Aang. Annoying. But they all they all got destroyed. And we, and we see some of the avatars. We see we see some of the avatars. Aang and Katara, you know, like, Aang and Katara have a kid. What what do they bend? Mm. I don't know. Probably, uh, probably with Aang. Air. They can bend. We were anything. wondering how how is it you can make another airbender at this point? Like, I would think you'd have to have a kid with someone who isn't any bender at all. So some other bending gene doesn't come mess it up. John, did you did you cry like a little woman at the end? Because I did. I I did a little bit. Wait, well, what the part? Ends, the ends. Oh. The end. That was pretty sweet. I'm glad how he defeated the Fire Lord. How what what he did? That was interesting. Yeah, it was kind kind of. I don't want to be like, oh, I guessed it, but it was kind of the whole series was kind of a bit predictable. But it right. was it didn't take away from the enjoyment. It's just awesome. No, no, it wasn't. But I just like. How he yeah. did it, rather than like what he did, rather you know like, of, of his right. options, and I I really liked it just the the part of this um, needs to be like move to the drums the angst that that uh, I just I'm glad they addressed the whole like Aang not wanting to do what he had mm-hmm. to do, and then he found a way of doing what he needed to do without having to do what he didn't want. He didn't to have do. to yeah. give up his principles, which is big. Yeah, which I enjoyed. And I like how so. all the other old avatars were like, dude, just kill him. What's your problem? <laughs> no, everybody. Why are you special? <laughs> like, come on. Well, they all made sense, yeah. too. It wasn't, like, bad. It was just talking. And I, I like the other airbender. She was all like, you know, it's not about you. It's about the world. And you're, you're you know, and then, like, and he was able to achieve what she said just by doing it a different yeah. way. So he didn't go against what she said. He just found another way of doing he it. Talks, he found some huge lion turtle guy. The size that of was hilarious. That was cool. Out of nowhere comes this trippy lion turtle. See, I think it'd be cool to be a firebender as well, because like I would like if I was a firebender, I would practice like precision rather than heat, mm. so I can make shapes out of fire. Like I can, be, I can make little like pixies out of fire. I wouldn't have the patience around. for it. I'd be all zuko about it. I would be just like. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why you'd be a firebender yeah, because only a waterbender or whoever else. Well, no, else. Zuko wasn't like that. Well, he eventually got it when he was really determined, and that's me. Yeah. Who was the um the fire the um Jason Isaacs character's name? Oh, that Ooh. captain guy. Um, I forgot. Uh, That's so he, he was like that. He was yeah. just concerned with heat yeah, but and I'm fire, not, not control. No. But yeah, I'm not. Zuka was a nice balance. He tried to kill the moon. What kind of jerk do you have to be to kill exactly. the moon? Exactly. He killed. And see the moon. Yeah. I like how the waterbenders learned from I the moon. Know. And that's in the and sky. Sokka. Oh, Sokka. Sokka and his girlfriend. I love that his girlfriend's a BA. It makes me happy. Yeah. Well, Suki. She's cool. Suki. Yeah. Suki. Suki. Huh, her name's Suki like Suki. Suki. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Suki. Uh, <laughs> now we need vampires Suki. in that world. Suki. I just, I just, I love Don't. it. I love it. I love <laughs> Uncle. Uncle is, Uncle is the best. Uncle is one of my favorite Uncle is, yeah, great. his little tea shop. And you felt so bad for him because he had, like, he finally had a little tea shop and he was all successful yeah. and then Suko just screws it up. But they left the big the question of his mother is just like, come on. They were probably oh, yeah, setting up I for know. a second season and it just... Tell me what fourth mother is. It's one of those things that I would be happy to watch it if it's the same creators and writers. If not, I have no, I would not want to see it just because they did such a good job. Just like with Gargoyles, that TV show, I love that. When they switched to the Goliath Chronicles, the creator left and it re- the qualities went... Mm. 
So anyway, next week on uh, Avatar Cast. Yeah. Next week on Avacast. Yeah. Wait, wait, what should we call it? Avacast. 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 Wait, we could be called. <laughs> we could be called the first. We'll bend this. <laughs> bend this. What's something like a bit? We can bit like a sound benders because mm. of podcast. Uh, and be cool. Fire if firebenders can learn how to bend light. I bet they could. Light be really, was really, crazy really advanced. The metal bending was amazing. Ah, uh, she was Toft was amazing when she took out that whole. She wrapped the metal around her and like kicked uh-huh. everybody and like bum 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 bum. It was amazing. <laughs> it's like when Mario or whoever gets uh, Super the, power, the yeah. metal, the, the metal. Uh, Green box and uh, Smash oh, yeah. Brothers or whatever. Doom. <laughs> the only thing I'm concerned about is doesn't she get hot when they blow I fire on the metal? You think? That. Yeah, it's a very big conductor of heat. <laughs> if if Aang was getting hot yeah, when Fire Lord was firing well, also fire at burned. his rocks, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, Zuko burned my feet. Oh, Zuko. Maybe though well, that's why she she remember that one time when they just kind of held the fire on her. She she pulled up the floor. Otherwise, the fire just kind of glancing over. So maybe that's. And I like that the water had to counteract the the fire that the brother and sister could not destroy each other. You needed a water bender to do it. Yeah. Well, he could have destroyed it with yeah. the lightning if he didn't. She didn't zap stupid. No. I I really loved how how she did that. How she went. She froze. Mm-hmm. And then went around. See, that's very smart. I, lo- I love the sister character. She's a freaking lunatic, and it's amazing. Oh, she's, she's so hilarious. crazy. I love the one when um, when they're on the island, and she go- they go to that party. And then May teaches her how to like to talk to boys. And then all of a sudden, she forgets. She's like, we'd be the, the yes. most powerful couple in the world! <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, uh... You want you want a drink? <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you later. Like, uh, see you later. He like yoink, tips us offside, and then May. How awesome was it when? Uh, not May. Who's Tylee? Uh, uh, no. Yeah, May sucks. Like, May's a cute Daria one. character. Ty- oh, May's like the May. acrobat, the annoying as hell. No, 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 no. May's the one with the needles. May's the one that Ty was Lee's Zuko. The one with- oh, I like. I like. Yeah, she came the- through in the end. She did. Like she, she like stood up to you everybody know, to the queen fr- of whatever to. What's her name? Azula. The princess's name is Azula. Azula. She stood up to Azula, and then I love it when they're about to fight, and then all of a sudden, May, uh, Ty Lee pumps in and like, does like, her boo, pressure boo, points. Boo. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> she could take like, down oh, the Fire snap. Lord if she wanted to. Yeah. Well, if she yeah. could get close to him. Right. But she has this uncanny way of getting close to whoever she wants. I like the. the um, she does. The Di- with, are they the Dai Lee? The. Yeah. Those like ninja warrior people? Yeah, the, the Earth Kingdoms. Wait, uh, which one? People. Earth Kingdom, where they had the, the rock mm-hmm. gloves. Yeah, yeah cool. I love when the rock glove just flies across. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Now, we were asking, uh, John asked me this, and I, I'm I'm saying no, but could a rock, uh, an, air, uh, an earthbender, like, lift a rock up and ride on it? Yeah, could he fly, like, from, like, a little flying, no. tiny little island he's making for himself? Because I think he has to be on the ground. That's why he can make the other ones fly, because he's rooted, because otherwise... They would have done that because she would always just use it as a catapult. Like, right. You know what I mean? They just push each other up or they, they surf on it. They create the force that does the initial push, but I would think it would wear off. You need the air right. to... Well, that's what happened when it was Toft and uh, Suki and... Uh, and uh, what's his name? Suko? Or what? What's his name? Sokka. What's his brother's name? Sokka. Sokka. 
Suki and Saka and Toph, when they were trying to get on one of those big air balloons at the end to try and catch up with the Fire Lord, she's like, Where are, yeah. where's the thing? And then she does this huge, like, earth cannon, like, catapult and launches them at it and, instead of, like, lifting a whole rock up for them to ride on. Like, she had to fire them up there. Yeah, because I know they can lift, they can make the small rocks float, but I think it's just a matter of them having being grounded on the earth and yeah. able to bend it, you know, all that kind of stuff. Crazy. How cool is the bloodbending, too? <gasps> oh, that lady was so creepy. Ah, oh, crazy. Well, here's what I want to do with this. I want people listening right now who are big Avatar fans, even thinking they're bigger Avatar fans than us, um, to give us feedback on this. And if you're really convincing and you're interested, maybe we'll bring you on the show next week to debate this in next week's wrap-up. If any of you actually listened to this whole thing and you're all interested in Avatar, let us know and then maybe we'll do it again next month or whenever we feel like it. (laughs) This is is a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.